Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Coal, your host and the Co-Founders Coach. In this second season, I'm interviewing family members who run a business together and who agree to share with you their journey, insights, challenges, and learning of growing a business together. Allez, on y va! Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Co-Founders Show. So today is the third episode of that series about family-run businesses. And I am truly delighted to welcome today Daniel and Jennifer, who are partners in life and in business. So I met Daniel as we did together the Mindset Coaching Qualification with the amazing Lara Young. And we did that last year and qualified as Mindset Coaching. And we've been in touch since supporting each other, talking a lot about business, our business. And Danielle and Jennifer, I know that you are both married and you do run Superfine Social together. And from what I remember you saying, Daniel, you've been pivoting and adapting to your market and to the demand, really, because I know that when we met, you used to manage social media content for small organizations. And now you're very much specialized in helping coaches to build their own website. So it's like a DIY model, but you bring also some support and accountability. So you can tell us a bit more about that. But before we do that, we'd love you to introduce yourself and really tell us how it all started and how on earth did you decide to work together? Ooh, good question, Delphine. Well, first of all, thank you for having us. So excited to be here with you. And yes, I'm the co-founder of Superfine Social alongside my dear wife and business partner, Jennifer. We've actually been working together for the past 17 years. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we met at a, a job. I was looking for a salesperson and back in the newspaper days, 17 years ago. And Jen stumbled upon the newspaper and went to the help wanted section. And there it was the help wanted. And so she applied and she came in and she interviewed. It was amazing. She was great. I brought the rest of the sales staff up. They loved her. We all loved her. She's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. There's already synergy happening between us. Yes. And so she started working with alongside me. And so we had this like great, fabulous year to work together to get to know each other, et cetera, et cetera. And there was, you know, some, I would say, sexual tension, if that's allowed to be said on your show. Uh, and so uh, we became a thing. <laughs> and so that was the start of our relationship a year after meeting each other. I love this story, actually, of how we met. And so we're working together. Now we're together and we're building, you know, our relationship, et cetera. And or I start having health issues. And so those health issues spawned our entrepreneurship journey together in which we did other businesses before we got to Superfine Social. So we actually don't really know not working together. I mean, like, yes, our former selves before these past 17 years, right? But 
for the most part, we have always worked together. And this is almost two decades in the making at this point. So it's really been an interesting ride to work in all of these different capacities together because they've morphed over the years. And, you know, and now we're here running this website DIY custom website business. So I don't know, Jen, what do you think? That's pretty much the story of, of how we got to becoming entrepreneurs yeah. together, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, we did have a, a great uh, start to our life together, and it has been built around working together, and we do it really well. And when we decided to start our own business, we just knew that we had a capacity that you know, we wanted to give to ourselves and our family instead of keep giving it to other businesses and other people's businesses, right? So um, yeah, we started with a food business, and we've pivoted a lot of times you know, Delphine, you went with pivoting. So let's talk about pivoting, right? And though we do see it as an evolution, and even though a food business makes almost no sense to a marketing business, you know, at the foundation of all of what we have done, it's been about marketing. And we did morph into a social media business at, at one point. And that was wonderful when social mm -hmm. media was at a, you know, a, a different moment than it is today. And during all of this time, Danielle really developed her website design skill set to such an amazing degree that it just kept becoming more and more evident that that's the direction we needed to go to and doing physical websites for people you know it you know you can only do so many and you're back to you know your time and hours and all of those things so the diy course was an opportunity to kind of take you know the skill set the knowledge the know-how the marketing you know danielle has had decades of marketing experience so it was a great way to transition and help more people um, and have us work, you know, in a different capacity moving forward into, you know, into this next phase of life that we're... It's interesting that you said that it's really part of your relationship that you've been working together. That's the way you evolve in terms of being together, working together, because sometimes when I talk about what I do and I talk about this season... Some people say, oh, my God, I would never work with my husband or I could not work with my wife. It's like it, it would be my worst nightmare or siblings or anyone in my family. My husband sits next, not now, but he's, you know, we share an office. He's also working for a startup and we do help each other a lot, but we do not work together. <laughs> so I think there is some bravery in that adventure of going together as a couple. So how, like... When you started, so you said, Daniel, it started around when you had some health problem and I guess you needed some flexibility. And when we do have challenges, we usually develop a different type of purpose and we want different things. So when you started working together as co-founders, how did you manage to align, I would say, on the big pieces of the business, you know, from the vision to the product you wanted to create to what you wanted to get out of your business. How did you align on that? The good thing my wife loves me very much and usually goes along with the things that come out of my brain. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I think that we have really good synergy between us. I'm not saying we don't have our fair share of moments. We certainly do. And, you know, I think that there's definitely challenges that come with being married and being co-founders of a business, right? There's no disconnection at the end of the day that we just are like, okay, you go to your house, I go to my house kind of thing. But I think it works because 
you know, I primarily take the lead on most things. And Jen likes to call herself the best supporting actress in which she has many Golden Globes for. But I think it's, you know, for us and both being Capricorns, right? And we're both from Italian families. And so there's so many things that are very similar about us. And our head strongness is definitely one of those things. I think we just kind of have fallen into these roles that suit us really well. And I definitely feel that Jen brings balance to my business side. You know, she will keep me more grounded or it sometimes make me see the bigger picture. So she's always playing this kind of duality and meeting me where I am. And I feel like that has been probably what has successfully allowed us to continue on. So we've been working together 17 years and we started our business back in 2011. And so that's a long time to be an entrepreneur, I think, and to metamorphosize and have, you know, different pivots happen, et cetera. But it's been a journey and it's been beautiful. And, you know, I definitely have had plenty of moments of being like, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like they're not so many of those moments, though, from you, Jen, but from my own perspective. But it's just finding our way back to, like, how do we navigate these things? And I think also that, too, comes into personal growth, right? The more I grow, the better I can be a better business partner to her. I think what's interesting, it's very important in co-founders, couple or any type of co-founders that actually they bring different styles and different skills. And it's not the first time that I hear, you know, one is really leading and coming up with a lot of ideas, creative and like to drive a vision and maybe one likes to support and is more the implementer. Is that how you see it as well, Jen? Yeah, actually, in a big way. Not only did we work together, but she was my manager. So she was at the head of that ship as well, right? So, but my wife is brilliant, really. And she, everything she touches, she, you know, it turns to gold. So it's like, she really just has a capacity that should be running the show and doing the things because she really uh, is very successful in being able to create something and bring it to light and make it work. So we've done this many times. Yes. And I love running businesses. Like I do personally just love the back end of running businesses. It really gives me joy to like figure out all the ins and outs and make sure it's running, you know, and that support and that balance, you know, really does make it happen. And when I try to get too involved in the creative or like if I have an idea, forget it. Like I give it like 20 seconds before I know it's going to get shot down. <laughs> Not true. I've had some good ideas over the years and she would admit it. <laughs> but I really do leave that to her and trust her, you know, immensely on the decisions she makes and the instinct that she has with with our business and where it goes and the directions it takes. So. Yeah, I feel like I should be nominated multiple times. I should receive awards for Best Supporting Actress. It really is. It's, it's, it's a fun <laughs> thing for me. Danielle's an amazing leader, but just know this about her. She's not a very good helper. <laughs> I'm not. I self-admit it. I am not a good helper. She can lead anything. She can lead, you know, you through battle. If you ask her to hold something for you while you're trying to do something, she's like, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yes, exactly. So again, you know our strengths and our weaknesses and we utilize each other to to make the whole work. So 
kind of beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So on that point of strengths and weaknesses, is that something you worked on consciously or sort of looked at thinking, okay, so we know where your strength lies. We know where my strength lies. Let's organize our business in a certain way based on those. He would say yeah. conscious and somewhat like just a given, like Jen takes care of all our finances, et cetera, right? She's our chief financial officer and I have nothing to do with our books, et cetera. You know, for me, we could go into money mindset and that's a whole other thing. But I, that's not like where my love lies. Like, I don't want to know the numbers every single day. I don't want to pay the bills. I don't want to do those things. I want to know when we're making money. I want to know when I can spend money, but I do not care to know the intricacies of the day-to-day -day operations. So that's wonderful. She loves that kind of stuff. So this is one of, you know, the things that Jen does. So yeah. I feel like we've had moments, we've had hiccups. We've would definitely say there's been arguments and fights around work stuff and who is doing what and et cetera. But I think that just becomes something that we navigate through. And now at this stage, I don't know about you, Jen, but I feel like we are much better finding our way through these moments. So, you know, it's been a journey. It's been a process. It has been conscious in that sense that, you know, as things have happened, we've needed to take effort and make effort to work through them and define roles and define who's doing what and who needs to be involved and who does not need to be involved. Because you can almost attack everything together and that doesn't produce necessarily the best outcome, right? So you have to navigate that. It's, it is communication and working through things and not that I'm saying we're perfect at communicating, but we've learned that it's really important to continue to foster good communication and consciousness of who's doing what and how are things are being handled. And how do you take decisions on the business? Well, I think that when they're light and easy, I think Jen trusts me for the most part to make, you know, decisions on the fly. I trust her to make decisions on the fly, but we do make the bigger decisions together without a doubt. We are definitely coming together every time we are morphing, growing, scaling, whatever you want to call it. We are definitely both taking part in that process and, and making sure it is all lining up. You know, and I feel like we also, she's reflecting back to me a lot of times uh, since I am the lead, right? And you know, I think I can do like everything on the planet. And I'm like, I could do this and I could do this. And it'll just take me like 10 minutes. And she's like, hello, take a step back. It's probably going to take you like three hours, not 10 minutes. And like, how much are you going to do? So that, you know, while it can be annoying, I'm just going to be honest and say that, right? It could be annoying to have that reflected back to me. It's also very valuable. So I'm not operating in this silo. And I do have somebody who's anchoring me down and saying, okay, take a step back and like, you need to think about this. So I think for the most part, it works. And every time we think about not working together, we're like, that doesn't seem like we don't want to do that. So, you know, we've, we've had our moments of questioning, do we want to keep working together? Do we want to be in business together? And the answer always seemingly comes back to yes. Do you work at home or do you have like an office? Yeah, no, we both work from home. <laughs> we have a lovely little ranch home. Um, you have different offices, like you have yeah. different yeah. spaces for you. Okay. Yeah. But we used yeah. to be in one room, Delphine. We did for a yeah. period of time. Well, first of yeah. all, we worked together in one big open room. That was the start of our right existence. 
we're working in the kitchen, we're working side by side. And then when we moved into our office and started our marketing business, we were literally desk, you know, like separated desk to desk kind of thing. And they were like, okay, that's a little too much. Yes. Yeah. Well, when the pandemic hit, it really forced us into two separate spaces because of the whole Zoom thing. Because we were able to work at computers next to each other in a small room. But once Zoom happened, it was like, just forget it. Yeah. So now we like work on opposite ends of the house. Like I'm on a different floor at the extreme end and same for Danielle upstairs. So because we could even, you know, hear each other if we were too close (laughs) in the house on Zooms and stuff like that. But that was actually good because we it actually allowed us to have more space because we are with each other 24 seven. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, and that, yeah, that's leading to my next question is how do you define boundaries between your personal life and professional life? So I know you have kids, but I also know they've grown up now. So I guess you don't have those um, like me, little people or teenagers, you know, who need a lot of attention, even though they don't admit it. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. So your kids, I think, are not at home anymore. But you, you did when you started your business. Yeah. Okay. One, one is. <laughs> and when you started, there were those annoying little teenagers walking around the house. So personal life, professional life, we saw with COVID, it started to really blur. And when you work for yourself, it completely blurs into one big life. It's benefits, but it also has its challenges is that we never switch off. So for you, working together, living together, how do you managed to get the right boundaries? Well, Delphine, I've been working on boundaries for a long time now. Um, Better. Still not 100% there, but better. So, you know, when the kids were younger, it was just different because they also set a tone, right? And it's like, at some point, you got to stop working and you have to feed them and do all the things. And I really liked being able to be home and have them around. It was a gift to me as, as a mom. So, like, that was wonderful for us. Um, And now I feel like it's just changed again, right? Because yes, one of them is home, but he turns 20 and he doesn't have the same needs and he's not even around half the time. So I feel like now we are just at a point in uh, finding that balance again, not working till all hours. You know, we had to learn that the hard way. Jen's a really good bringer of balance to our life. I would say that. You know, she will definitely insist on the balance, just like I used to insist that we work Saturdays and Sundays. And one day my wife said, we are not working on Sundays anymore. And like, I don't want to hear it. That was a big point of contention as co-founders, not working on Sundays. And then I stopped working on Sundays and I was like, I don't ever want to work on a Sunday ever again. Like, so I don't know that we have definitive boundaries around everything versus just this way in which we flow through our life and through business. And we really do most things together. So, you know, we're getting up in the morning, we do yoga together and Pilates and meditation and Jen makes breakfast and we have a routine. So routine is like a big, big thing for us. We spend a lot of time together. So the fact that we spend this much time together and we actually still love each other 17 years later, I guess must mean something because it had to add an extra like 17, 20 something years to our relationship with this 24 seven. I think, you know, we've had to um, definitely keep that in mind over the years. And like Danielle said, like we have our routine in, our, in the morning and that's our time together that we spend doing self-care and we enjoy doing it together. And, 
you know, it's, and we don't talk about work. And like, there was a point in time where like, we would talk about work, like when we were like laying in bed or waking up in the morning or doing yoga after yoga. And it was like, okay, that's a boundary. Nobody talk about work until it's work time. Right. And I can still slip like at night. I'll be like, oh, my God. Da, 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 da. And, and I'm like, oh, no, I just did it. And that's not good. <laughs> like, So those kinds of boundaries, I think, are important when we're in personal time, like being personal time and when we're in work time, being work time. Um, you know, I can be a talker. So that, you know, I try to keep myself out of the room you now. But I'll just like think a thought. And so we have to like, you know, just know those things and keep life in balance. And when the kids were here, it's like we went into two different modes. Danielle would often stay in work mode and I would be in like you know, running the kids around, doing homework, that type of thing. One of our kids were homeschooled. So I was, you know, sometimes off doing that stuff. So it feels like all the time and it is all the time. We are together 24-7, but we also have our times that we're just doing the things that we're doing. It's really good because I think it's hard as a, an entrepreneur myself. I know it's only been three years. It's still early days and I've been in corporate for 18 years. And I just find the difference in terms of how much you think about it. Like you literally think about your work all the time because it's yours and it can be a good thing, but it can be also exhausting. Yeah. So I think between you, it's so important to have those time where you're like, you know, let's just park this. And, and we talk about this another time. But how do you get creative together when you work on big first decision, but also project and ideas like that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So usually that excitement is spawned by one of us, which then spawns the excitement in the other. Uh, and sometimes, I got to be honest, Delphine, I railed against this idea. The, the idea that we're currently doing, teaching coaches how to build their websites, I railed against it for like a year. Jen brought it and she was like, we can do it. And I was like, I don't want to. And I'm going to have to do it. So I don't want to. And then one day on a walk, she hit me with the you know, question again, like, how do you feel about this? And I was like, I think we could do it. She is true. And when she says, you know, I have to buy into the idea 100% in order to make it go forward. That really is, even if it's my own idea, like I have to really believe it and buy into it 100% to move it forward. So I feel like a lot of our ideas are spawned in our off time. And when we're like kind of hanging out, we're relaxing, we're walking, we're on the river, like we're doing something else. We're not really probably in work mode. We're in more like us mode. And because our business is such a big part of our life and entrepreneurship is such a big part of our life, we will have conversations about work that are more expansive and thinking. You know, we're always thinking about business ideas. We can't help but think of it. So we spend a lot of time chatting about business stuff. So I feel like it really is this getting each other excited about it and us both seeing the vision and moving it forward. And then we are really good at executing things. So the fact that we also have the same, not not all the same, we definitely have different strengths, but we have a lot of similar strengths that I believe allow us to move a lot faster in business because we're not dragging the other one along. You know, it's like, this is what we have to tackle. Even we're talking about this DIY course, this all came together pretty fast. I did what I needed to do. Jen sold the seeds. So we are definitely working as a team. I think some of our best business meetings are when we're totally outside of the house and the offices, actually. So 
like we go on walks pretty, you know, pretty much every day. And we have really great energy during those times, mostly, and are able to like express ourselves and really talk about making different decisions and exploring different ideas. And when we decided last year that we had, we got these blow up kayak kind of situations. Um, what are they called? What are they called again? Pack refs or pack refs. Our pack refs. Uh, we decided we were like no more business meetings in like in-house. We have to be on the river. So we're like forced us to go down the river because we were going literally insane trying to make different decisions about business because of the pandemic and everything like you know it just flipped everything upside down you know it really did for everyone and even though we were very accustomed to being in our home 24 7 with each other not being able to go out that was the impact it just really felt like you know we needed to get out and get you know be able to think clearly and uh so it being in nature has really helped that and we have really made some major decisions together about business great ideas you know like danielle said I was going through my coaching program at the time. And at the end of my coaching program, uh, I'm a cannabis health coach. I had a website within like a few weeks because Danielle and our, our Nicole, SEO Nicole, put our website, to get my website together very, very quickly. And as I was about to launch my business, and like it was normal, I was watching all of my fellow coaches struggle to either figure out where they were going to get the money to pay somebody to do the website, they, you know, or how they were going to learn how to do it. And people were in WordPress and they were literally pulling their hair out. And I was like, I want to help you. I want to help you. I, I, I would get on calls just to like help people through different steps. So I knew there had to be a way. So anyway, that idea was something that got, again, spawned on a, on a walk. You know, we, we, I, I, we brought it together. We talked it through. We didn't agree initially. Danielle does have this like thing where she energetically does need to feel it. Right. And teaching is like not necessarily where she was. And it's, you know, it's like Danielle likes to do things herself. She's just very particular about her expertise, which I value and appreciate and I respect immensely. But sometimes I can see things and I'm like, Dan, okay, look at this. How about this? You know, and I have to approach it in a right way because she does. She has to energetically sit well with it uh, and be well with it. And I get it. I mean, and I've had to learn that for myself too, you know. So, so those walks are very helpful and they have brought us through many a times together. <laughs> it's really interesting because I think even when you work for yourself and you go in circle in your own head, at some point, you just need to close the computer, leave the home and just have a break. And it's a harder thing to do because we get really tense trying to crack that thing that we can't crack. And just being outside and all oh, taking the time, a few days, a few weeks, it, it depends what it is, is all we need to let things come. And what you're saying is even between the two of you and exchanging and bouncing off ideas and you still need that getting out of the house, being walking. There's something about walking, which is freeing our thoughts, isn't it? It's changed the way we see things, change our perspective. I think it's a brilliant project because I'm myself, I'm a coach. I don't have a website. I haven't had one in the last three years. And the main reason is I didn't want to have one until I'm completely clear on exactly where I'm heading to. And as a business coach, I've been supporting other business founders on their growing their business, developing their foundation of their brand and their marketing. 
and it's such a, a source of procrastination. You just spend so much time on your website because it's very tangible instead of doing all the other big things. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going to have one until I can do one properly. And now I'm looking at your program thinking, oh, where is time? So no, I think it's brilliant. So obviously working as co-founders now and living together, like you know each other inside out. But what has been the most surprising that you discovered in each other, in your partner, after those years of developing, working, evolving that business together? Wow, that's a good one. That's a deep one. I personally, uh, Jen amazes me because there are things that I believe she is definitely better at than I am. And I love that about her. I never look at her and go, oh, you know, even though I'm taking lead, I'm not looking at her and going, it would be really great if she was another person and, and, and she had more skill sets or something like that. Like, I'm always looking at her as my balancing, you know, the balance to what I bring to the table. And that Being feels, in the young. Yeah. And that feels just really good to me. And she's super supportive. Thanks, babe. And really does you know, is a reflection back to me. I definitely struggle sometimes. It's not easy being a business owner. It's not easy being a marketing person. Like all these things, I don't care what you do, right? It's These things aren't easy. So when you, you know, like a super fan and your super fan is your co-founder and your super fan is your, you know, life partner, right? Spouse, that does take things to a different place. And so I always feel like, especially now that, not only is she balancing me, but at this point, I feel like, okay, the things that I don't want to do, don't feel comfortable doing, the things that don't light me up, she actually likes doing. And so I've let that go a whole lot easier, I think, more now than ever, because I would tend to hold on to things in the past. Like, oh, I'd have to do it first. Like, I have to hold it until I'm ready to give it up. And so I'm trying to, over these past few years especially, to release that. So I feel like overall, she just balances my business sense and energy really, really well. And together, that's where we kind of make the magic happen. I have to say, after, not to keep referencing the pandemic, but we brought it up and it's a timing thing. And, and we are at a different moment than we were before. I got like six months of early retirement. And Danielle went into, we have to plan, I got to do, I have to, and she went for six months and it was like, what can I do? And I take all care of all the things around the house that haven't been taken care of. And that early retirement for me was a beautiful experience, but still the best six months of my life, even though they weren't. Uh, but it actually reset me to be, I feel like ready for this like next phase of life, which is a little bit slower and headed towards retirement and blah, 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 blah. And what surprised me about Danielle is that well, not only did her speed increase, but like she became more and more of the person she is standing with us today. And the speed at which she can do work to me, I mean, honestly, is incredible. And I feel like I'm a very capable person and can do things quickly and swiftly. I look at her and I'm like, I really don't know how you output that much always. And wow. she's full throttle. So she, that surprised me because I thought she too would slow down because she's been slowing down. And like when I met her at 27 or 26, she was woo, like, like, I was like, girl, you gotta slow down. Like, and she was having health issues. So she really did need to slow down. 
So she did, but this is her slow down. So she's extremely productive and just amazing at all that she does. And now she's a journey dance instructor and she surprises me every day. And I, it's a beautiful, again, a beautiful thing that we have created and that she has developed for herself. That's beautiful. I'm really jealous because I feel everything is so slow as a business owner. You want things to go fast and I just feel things take so much time to do. So it is. I need some productivity hack from Danielle. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're coming to the end of this conversation, ladies. As a final question, if you had one advice to give to other co-founders and possibly to other couples who have a business together or who think about it, if you had one advice looking back at your experience, what would that be? I think our communication has evolved over time. But if I was to go back, I would say... That was probably a big piece of it. But, you know, I needed to grow in my communication as a person. Our personal stuff comes out in our work relationships, our co-founder relationships. So I feel like communication was a big thing. And setting those clear boundaries. We've had many talks in the morning when we shouldn't have. Many talks like as we're about to go to sleep when we shouldn't have. We don't do that anymore. We had to learn from that. But if I probably could take anything back and go back and wave a magic wand, it would probably be that. Because, you know, when you're just tired and you're exhausted and it's not the right moment to have that conversation, like nobody can hear it and it's just not good. So I would say if you're going to start a business with somebody or you are co-founder and you're newbies, really setting up like when is business, when is not business. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think that we had to discover that we had that issue initially just because, again, we didn't choose to go into business together. We were already, well, we did choose to go into business together, but we were already working together. So we were either going to be working together or having our own business. So that was the difference for me. It's really just understanding those boundaries and seeing that you need to have them and like if you are related or in relationship together, that you have to recognize the emotional responses that you wouldn't have with somebody that wasn't family or in relationship, right? And as long as you can recognize and work through those moments, I think you're okay. But if that is going to be a struggle point for you all, you have to really navigate and understand that before going into it. Yeah, and I agree that you may have all the advice of the world, you need to do it to yeah. really know what's right for you. But I really like what you said, Jen, with understanding the emotional response on the other side. And I think that is something which is key for anyone in business, to be honest, because we all act and take action based on emotion, as Daniel and I know, because we studied a lot of this in our qualification with Lara. But understanding how the emotional response from someone and what is going to bring out from that person is super key. So thank you so much, ladies. We're coming to the end now, but it's been a beautiful story. So thank you so much. And I'll uh, be with you again in a week's time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-Founders Show. If you're still here, I dare to think that you enjoyed the conversation. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating and leave it a positive review. You can also share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. 
And if you have any questions or want to share your thoughts on what you've heard today, let's continue the conversation on LinkedIn, on my profile at Delphine Coal. À bientôt